This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, uh, no deals for the Wolves today, but yesterday they send D'Angelo Russell. He ends up in L.A. Russell Westbrook ends up in Utah. Mike Conley. Here, obviously, a couple of former Timberwolves also end up with the Lakers. And there's another player we're going to talk about coming to the Wolves also. But the core is D'Lo leaves. Mike Conley comes here. Our pal John Krasinski from The Athletic, who was all over the story as he is all the time, joins us on the John Schuster uh, Coldwell Banker Hotline. I, I, I apparently am a hypocrite because you know I do not like watching D'Angelo Russell. He, he's not my guy. But as I said in our texting thread, I just said, I don't love this trade because I think they are chasing money. And I think this team has been chasing money for too long. And if this was Mike Conley five years ago, I would do this deal in a millisecond. And it's not like I'm watching the Jazz all the time, Johnny. But when I see the Jazz this year, I see a guy who's about 60 to 70% of his former self, and they're going to pay him. $24 million next year, and I, I, I'm completely against re-signing D'Lo. I would have either tried to sign and trade in the offseason or just wipe my hands and said, I'm sorry, there goes that money, and save that money because you're about to give Edwards huge money, you're about to give McDaniels huge money, and you're going to try to give Nas pretty big money. I think you see it differently. Um, just just a little bit, Chad. I mean, I agree with you that Mike Conley is not some savior who's coming in and is going to be an all-star level player and is going to immediately solve all of their problems. Um, I do think that with where the market for D'Angelo Russell is and was, they were never going to get anything like that. And I do think that is one of the things that made them hesitate in terms of taking it to the summer for a sign and trade because they just couldn't get anybody to be takers and, and to, and to engage with them on any meaningful trades with real, like high quality players coming back. And so um, it, it's, you know, not to get too much into the weeds, but um, he, D'Angelo also makes $31 million this year. If he did walk in free agency, they would only have about nine and a half to 10 million of that. Right. You spend on a new point guard. Yep. Those you can't get a starting point guard mm-hmm. for that kind of money. Yep. And so that that's the difficulty. So it would have taken a sign and trade, and you kind of have to get lightning to strike on a sign and trade to make it work out well. So instead, they get Mike Conley, who is on a contract next year. They can carry that money into next season before the big contracts 
kick in. And if they can make a move with Conley next season, maybe they do. Um, and in the meantime, they're just hoping that him being a game manager quarterback is going to be better for their team than the gunslinger that D'Angelo Russell was. And we will see about that. Um, but they, they just believe that this team needs an adult in the room and, a, and an organizer of the offense, and Mike Conley is more capable of doing that than D'Angelo Russell. You ha- have made this point a number of times lately, and you're right on. Even myself, a D-load detractor, has to acknowledge that the last couple months on the offensive end, he has been a big-time asset. He still yep. is terrible defensively. He's not an adult behind the scenes. They've done a good job hiding that, but they're tired of the act. It's very clear. That's a part of this. But he makes shots, you know, and when you have Anthony Edwards out there and you need to space the floor, D'Angelo Russell for the last couple months has been making a lot of shots. They are going to miss that part. And whereas Conley, you nailed it, he runs an offense. He's an old-school point guard. So if you're predisposed to, like, old-school point guards who play a slower pace, know how to run two-man game, uh, you're going to like a mid-range. He's no better defensively, but you know they're going to miss that shooting. I think more than some of the detractors, and I am a D'Lo detractor. I think some of the detractors are going to miss him the next month. That doesn't mean he was going to stay at this pace for the rest of the year, but he's been central to that offensive surge the last couple months. Yeah, it is, Chad, and and that is I've been trying to sort of straddle the fence here because there are a legion of D'Lo haters out there who blame D'Lo for everything yep. bad that has gone wrong with the, with the Wolves this season. That is not accurate. There are a legion, there are a, a, a smaller legion, but a legion of D'Lo lovers who think that he's an all-star and that they've been, he's been held back. That's not the case either. But what is absolutely the truth is that for two plus months, D'Lo has been on a heater and that has been essential to the spacing for the Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns out. It has given Anthony Edwards some more room to work. It has allowed Jaden McDaniel's offensive game to grow. And what we saw at the start of the season, Chad, when the Wolves' offense was really struggling Mm -hmm. and Hilo was not knocking down shots, is they really missed Malik Beasley, who just shot a ton of threes. And it really changed the way that their offense operated. Um, I think they're going to go through a similar adjustment period without D'Angelo Russell, who was shooting over the last 10 games, he was shooting more than 10 threes a game and making them at like a 40% clip. That's insane volume and efficiency. And I just don't see anyone else capable of stepping into that. So how they fill that mold and how they, they go forward is going to be crucial for them. They looked great last night, but they were playing a, a, yeah. a, a JV team. So we'll see what happens on, on Friday in Memphis. Um Another point I want to emphasize that you raised for the folks who are talking about what they got, here is D'Angelo on the best stretch with a contract that's ending and they get a 35-year-old. So for the yeah. folks who are over-evaluating, like some of these contracts, I would see people say, would you give D'Lo this? My head would explode. This tells you what the league thinks of him. And you know this better than I, but the, another team – that was in the mix, the Clippers. If the Clippers, to me, would have ever offered either Mann or Kennard, not not both, I mean both, I would have driven them, but just either one, I think they would have done it in a millisecond. 
I mean, you're, you know, as, as reluctant as, as I am to okay this deal, I don't think Tim Conley was sitting there going, okay, here are my seven offers for D'Lo. Yeah. Uh, no, here was one or two because he had to dim, dis, dismiss the other four because they were ridiculous. Yeah, 100%, Chad. Um, when you look at it, here's the thing. Like, D'Angelo Russell has been on five teams in his career. Like, that, this is a player who is constantly on the move, and his worth around the league, his reputation around the league, is pretty dyed in the wool. And so the Wolves have not just started entertaining trade offers or trade scenarios for D'Angelo Russell in the last two weeks leading up to the deadline. They looked at it this summer. They looked at it this fall. They looked at it early this winter. There was really no market, even as he started to really knock down shots. Now, I think he goes to the Lakers, and I think he has a chance to be really effective there with LeBron, with Anthony Davis, with Beasley, uh, you know, and, and being surrounded that way. I think he can be a good player, but there was no rabbit that Connolly could pull out of the hat here. There was no bigger deal that he passed up on because he just fell in love with Mike Connolly. I think that he likes Mike Conley. The Timberwolves like Mike Conley and what he can possibly bring to this team. But um, more so than anything, this was, we are not going to keep D'Angelo Russell past this year. We are getting a little bit worn out by the way that he treats Rudy Gobert, by the way, that, by some of the things that he does behind the scenes. Yep. And we've got to move on here. And so, Conley was Conley and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who's a nice little bench player, yep. um, was about as good as they could do, along with three second-round picks um, for a player who literally has three months left on his deal and has not much trade value on the market. It's it's not a bad deal in my estimation. John Krasinski from the Athletic is with us. So so many trades today, including Pat Beverly, who was a failure with the Lakers. Let's just be honest. Yep. He, he outside of his dunk. In that Celtics game and bringing the camera out there, he really didn't do anything that was memorable. And he was traded to, what, Orlando for Mo Bamba? And so they're going to release him. So now the rumors start right away. Is he going to come back here? This is another one that both of us know. You know better than I. As as essential as Beverly was to the attitude and swagger, the brain trust, even this is before Conley, they were tired of Pat Bev at the end of the year. They just were, they were worn out. They thought he was encouraging players not to play, and they thought one year, this is great. Thanks, Pat Bev, but it's not going to be a long term relationship. If he's on yeah, the he was, if he's on the street, are are they going to look at him? Because my guess is no. No, they're they're, they're not, uh, Chad. Uh, you're right. I mean, he had an an immeasurable impact on this team last year, especially early on, getting them out of the early funk, getting some swagger into this group having a young team believe in itself. He was great for that. He deserves all the praise and all the love that he's gotten from fans for what he did last season. But going forward, um, I just don't ever get the sense that the Wolves have ever really been fully open to bringing him back. Number one, the roster is full. They already brought out Brent Bryn Forbes today to make room for the trade. They don't typically buy out multiple players. Um, but also... They just um, they look at Pat Bev as not only you know you bring him in and he is kind of a guy who makes his presence felt uh, <laughs> yes. for sure, um, but also just watch him play for the Lakers this year 
fans. I yeah. know Timberwolves fans, you love him. He deserves that. I know you love watch him play for the Los Angeles Lakers and tell me that Austin Rivers or Nate Knight aren't aren't just better players who can help you more at this stage of their careers than Pat Bev. And I think that's where the Timberwolves are landing right now. They are not in on Pat Bev. And I do not see that changing over the next couple of days as the buyout market really kind of heats up here. It's crazy the number of trades with four, five, three yeah. second-round draft choices. I mean, it was stunning that this kind of became the thing. Um, is is Phoenix now, if Booker comes back and is healthy and Chris Paul plays 85% of Chris Paul, have they now become the team to beat in the West? Yeah, I think they have, Chad. I, I think they're a little thin, um, certainly with everything that they gave up for Kevin Durant. But um, if Durant stays healthy, which is, has been a problem the last few years, and if Chris Paul is back, like you said, 85%, I'd like to see him just get to 75%. Yeah. I think he's been really um, weakened. But certainly having Kevin Durant there is going to help quite a bit in that regard. And so I, I do think that they have – leapfrogged to the to the top of the pack them in denver i really do still believe in denver uh i think they've been the best team all year i like some of the moves that they made to help themselves but um yeah that's the other thing here chad when you look from a timberwolves perspective is they made this conley deal you know and the west was wide open and then Mm -hmm. kevin durant comes to phoenix Kyrie, you have in dallas now you have the lakers that are a little more fortified uh, the Clippers really did uh, load up as well. Like the West, all of a sudden again is much more daunting tonight and into tomorrow than it was yesterday or the day before. So um, yes, I, I would put Phoenix at the top, but I do think that there are some vulnerabilities there where you know if 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 the health doesn't go the right way, um, uh, it's going to be Denver or you know maybe even the Clippers if they can put things together. Great stuff, sir. Thank you. We'll uh, chat soon. Thanks, Chad. John Krasinski, he owns this beat. Uh, Mike Russo with the the Wild and Johnny with the Wolves, the Athletic. They are led by two fantastic journalists, and they do such a great job covering their respective teams. It's uh, 51 past two. Check out our podcast anywhere you can sign up for a podcast, Chad Hartman Show, and uh, follow us on Twitter, at Dave underscore Harrigan, at Chad Hartman Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.